The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The demand for hotel rooms in Dublin is skyrocketing, people paying an average of €209 a night. Now, to give us uh, more insight into what's going on is editor of Air and Travel magazine, uh, Owen Corrie, and hotelier Lorraine Sweeney. Good morning and welcome to you both. Uh, Lorraine, you're having a bumper time in the hotel business. Well, we're having a bumper time, but Pat, an average room rate of €209 for May in Dublin, that's not actually a huge rate, it's an average rate. Uh, We hear an awful lot about the very high rates, but that's just the facts of the fact that uh, over the last 12 months in Dublin, €170 was the average room rate. And um, if you think about this in the context of over a 12-month period, uh, only rooms are only used about 220 nights a year out of 365. So on average, 145 of our uh, room nights are empty. So um, it's bumper, it's high season, but there's the peaks and valleys and we have to trot our way through those when it's quiet in the winter and there's nothing happening. Yeah, uh, and yet there seems to be a demand to, to build more hotels and you've got hotels like City West, which are now, uh, you know, used to be a very popular place to stay just outside the capital. You could get the Lewis all the way in and so on. Um, that's out of commission. Out of commission, yes, but only 14% of Dublin hotels are out of commission in favour of the war effort for Ukraine. And mostly those uh, 14% are two and three star hotels rather than the upper end of the market. Mm. In fact, I don't know of any four and five star that um, are housing Ukrainians. So really, it's it's probably our uh, l- lesser rooms that are off the market at the present time, and that's not having a huge effect on Dublin occupancy, in my yeah. opinion. Um, I want to talk to Owen. I'll come back to you on the construction of hotels in a few yeah. moments, Lorraine. But uh, Owen, the question of uh, price being an impediment to tourism, you know, are people saying Dublin, with the price of drink, the price of this, the price of that, uh, just not worth it? Not really. It takes a couple of while for a city's reputation for price to come through. Um, the same things that have been happening in Dublin hotels have been happening right through Europe. It, um, it's an inexact science because uh, particular events will drive uh, hotel prices to the roof. You expect an awful lot of uh, headlines out of the uh, Notre Dame Navy uh, match weekend because there isn't a hotel room to be got uh, within 70 kilometres of Dublin. What we see internationally is that some of the cities that were regarded as a little bit cheaper climbing up the charts, whereas some of the uh, more expensive ones not really rising as fast. But is it going to impact on us internationally? Not really. Not really. Because... Because hotel, because airfares are part of the equation, and our air access to Ireland uh, isn't rising as fast as other yeah. European countries. Um, what you're talking about in terms of the expense, I mean, uh, people complain about Dublin being expensive. Then you meet someone who's just been to New York, and they say you won't believe the price of things in New York. Or someone who's even been to London, and, uh, and the pound is not as strong as it was. They say, oh, the price of things in London, they, it's shocking. And, and currency. Currency is really important. I mean, the American prices are really difficult. Family of four would be paying $200 for a breakfast uh, in a hotel in, in America. But that's partly because the dollar is riding a little bit higher against the euro than it has. But certainly inflation is 
galloping through in America and it's galloping through in some of our key European locations as well. You know, the, the thing, things are getting better in Dublin and as the really important things have happened this year. Uh, 393 beds arrived uh, from the Travelodge Plus in Townsend Street. You could see immediately almost the impact on short-term rates. Um, you know, that, that's a CBRE uh, survey mm-hmm. that you say was 209 euros. Some of the other surveys are coming in lower than that. But you're right, City West, 492 rooms, our biggest hotel, out of commission. But something very dramatic happened in the last month, Pat. We were being told 26, uh, 28% of all beds were out on government contracts. That has been re-evaluated. The total through the country is around 13%. So it's not as bad as the discussions we were having in April on your programme and in others about a shortage of hotel beds. It does look like the summer isn't going to be as dramatically short of beds okay. and as uh, own, it uh, Before I go back to Lorraine on this particular topic, just finally with you, the, the question of hotels as investment opportunities. I mean, are there still people queuing up to invest in the hotel business? You know, we'll probably end up with this uh, cyclical thing as we'll end up with too many rooms and then we'll be short of rooms and then we'll have too many rooms. But is it still seen as a, a pretty gold-plated investment? Good investment. We're short about three and a half thousand rooms in Dublin. They during the noughties, the Celtic Tiger was huge investment. Then it became a bad, bad word almost. People prefer to go into apartments, things like that. I do notice that the debate about accommodation has entered into the whole shortage of uh, of long term accommodation area in Dublin. And uh, you know the planning permission decision uh, to turn down a hotel in Portobello because there were too many rooms in the area is not really good for uh, making up that short and making up with those th- that problem with hotel bed shortage in Dublin. But, you know, investors, they were looking at, uh, they were roaring into hotels in Dublin. They then withdrew a bit. I see them creeping back in again, but not with the great sense of enthusiasm that they did in the past for those reasons that I outlined. Oh, and thank you very much for joining us on Corrie, editor of Air and Travel magazine. Lorraine, uh, that question of a shortage of hotel beds and, you know, let's build apartments instead of hotels. Well, actually, that's what the politicians are telling us to do. Uh, but if you want to build a hotel, you want to build a hotel, not apartments. Distinctly, you know, you know, there are people who want to be in the hotel business and there are people who want to be in the accommodation business. And I don't think it's appropriate that uh, politicians are objecting to investors. Um, recently, Ivana Batchik objected to 195-bedroom um, construction of a hotel in Camden Row. And um, more recently, DCC, uh, Dublin City Council, refused permission for an apart hotel in Francis Street. And the investor was told his his concept was lovely, the building was lovely, but turn it into apartments instead of into hotels when he wanted to build a hotel on that site. So um, it's all very fine for people to tell us that uh, there there are not enough bedrooms and you're you're charging too much money. But there's a huge shortage of hotel bedrooms. As Owen said, for uh, the last... 10 years after the recession, there was absolutely no hotel rooms built and we do not have enough hotel rooms in the city. And I have a personal experience of uh, making 10 applications on a site suitable for a hotel and all failed applications. And finally, last year, we got permission to build only 32 rooms on the site because the architect was designing around what the planners wanted. And by the, plan, by the time the planners got their ground basement parking, uh, underground basement parking and uh, all the various rules and regulations, we had to have commercial on the ground floor, which means we could end up with a spar underneath 
a hotel, which in my opinion is not appropriate. And 32 rooms at the current building cost of 250,000 per room, which is exorbitant cost. 8 million is the cost and it just is not financially viable to build um, that small hotel at that price. So there, there, are, there are matters that are mitigating against us as investors in the hotel industry. Um, the, the planning regulations, the construction costs, and, um, you know, if, we've, if we don't have enough rooms in the city, then how can we meet the demand of you the know, 11 million it, it, tourists what that we're come getting, to Ireland? What we're getting down here to here is a failure of governments not to house their populations who are in need of uh, low cost and social housing. And they're looking to other people like hoteliers and developers to do it for them. Uh, you know, and that is no way to run a country. No, absolutely. And I, I do accept that there is a genuine issue with housing. I mean, that, that's, it's a failing of successive governments. But don't uh, mitigate against entrepreneurs who want to invest in hotels uh, for, for, the, for any money, I wouldn't become a landlord, but I want to be, expand in the hotel business. And I'm restricted from doing that by people objecting. Uh, housing priority over hotels doesn't seem right to me that our politicians are putting that message out. Um, I did say to you that there's a general, in section 1514 in the Dublin City Development Plan, there's a general presentation against hotels uh, rejecting them in favour of housing. Now, that doesn't seem right to me. Right. Um, it might be a Sinn Féin government or, a, you know, uh, that might be their policies, but we are entrepreneurs. We, we, we want to develop the hotel industry. Um, 127,000 people work in, in tourism. It represents 5.6% of total employment in Ireland. And all that ever comes across the media is text coming into the radio shows about price gouging when there's a Garth Brooks concert. But the bottom line is uh, entrepreneurs want to build more hotels, but the um, the situation is mitigating against right. us to do that. Lorraine, thank you very much for joining us. Hotelier Lorraine Sweeney. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.